0: Hey 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 guys, this is Magnus Gamer and this is another exciting episode of PGTR. We are about halfway through the week. Hope you guys are having a good, you know, first half of the week so far. Mine's not too shabby, can't complain, you know, just it's about that time where rent's about to be due.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wild well, about to be screaming but tonight you know i'm not going to be doing this episode actually this is going to be waking with a mask he's going to do his first solo episode so it's definitely exciting he's definitely going to talk about his views of the state of gaming how it is today Uh, i listened to it and you know you can just tell waking with the mask he's very just hurt about what's going on today's gaming and you know I hope one day that he will find the passion again to really just become a hardcore gamer. I've game with Wiking a lot, especially when it came to Pokemon games and, you know, he's very good with his strategies on there and I've played, you know, Smash Bros with him and the, several other games like Destiny. And I can't even think about the, the other titles right now, but, you know, I definitely will want him to be back to being the gamer that he is because I know gamer is his passion. And you know, you definitely don't want the state this state of gaming like marketing wise and all all that was going on, take that away from you. So, you know, Way King, you know, definitely, you know, just keep it strong, brother. You know what I'm saying? It it's gonna be okay. It's definitely gonna be okay. Just try to be optimistic, you know, don't look too much into it. Just try to enjoy the game as much. You know, in life, it just is a game and there's gonna be pros and cons. And you just gotta, you know, make the best of it. But without further ado, let's get a big round of applause for Wake King with the Mask. What it do,
1: guys? This is Wake King with the Mask. I just wanted to talk to you guys about my thoughts on the state of gaming today. This one's gonna be as short as possible. I did run this one earlier, but I didn't like the quality, so we're rerunning it back. Anywho. Um, So, as you can tell, I'm an old-school gamer, so I feel like gaming has changed in a very, very different way than what I thought it would be. I was hoping it would be cool graphics, full experiences, nah man, now that it has changed, it is changed in a way that I feel like it's going in a negative trend and it's kind of killing it for me. So my interest, since I talked about my interest in games kind of dropping, I just wanted to let you guys know. We're going to talk about some topics today. First, I'm going to talk about the progression, um, how this, the games nowadays are monetized and the progression is forced on uh, monetization. And um, I want to talk about how you have more than one currency now, <laughs> uh, how the game stories are taking a nosedive nowadays, and um, how the creativity is now showing through product. Now, for the first one, um, with progression being forced on, with uh, progression being forced on by monetization, uh, or monetized progression, if you will, uh, I feel like it's kind of changing the way we play. Like I feel like we should be able to play, a, progress through the game without having to be monetized in order for that progression to be a part of the game. Now, like if I have a Battle Pass, in, in this case, if you have a Battle Pass, you now have to play the game to beat the Battle Pass and at you move on and try to get the items. Now, I know they say it's called cosmetics, so it should be a what if you still be able to play the game. But at the end of the day, you, your progression in the game is locked into that. Um, it's locked in, in the cosmetic free. like it's, it's locked into where, if you wanna show how well you progressed in this game, you have to beat all your levels of, co- of Battle Passes and get your items that you were supposed to get. Now, if you don't have that, now you're locked away from all the good stuff that everybody else is getting that did pay for it, and it's like, alright, for a free to play game, sure, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to make money, but for a full game, now you're just throwing extra shit, (laughs) none of the content that should be customizable, which used to come with the game, um, is no longer a part of that, and that kind of kills it, it's like, I wish it would be a part of the game, you know, I want it to be a part of that game, I don't want it to just... Be a thing. I have to pay a certain amount of money later on, just so I can go ahead and continue to progress in this game. Um, and then it just doesn't give you incentives to really want to play the game. And like, I feel like it kind of just kills it. But I know that in the end of the day, like rather than if I don't do this battle pass today, I'm gonna have to rope with my wallet later on just so I can catch back up. And that and that sucks because people have lives, <laughs> you know. So. I would rather have a progression system that is locked in the game and not mess with the payment. I'm, I'm sorry, like I, I just don't. I feel like every time we have to get something taken away from us. in I don't love games. Uh, monetization nowadays, like whether it be loot boxes, like battle pass, like I just talked about, or just item shops that are thrown in, everything is all about monetization. Of course, these, these games are very expensive, and we want to make in order for us to, well, for the companies to make these things, they're gonna have to monetize. However, in nowadays, it doesn't seem like it's about monetizing the game to build another game. It's more about monetizing just so they can sell to the stockholders. And being a stock guy myself, I kind of get it. But at the same time, man, like it's coming at the cost of creativity and um, the, the will to build a good game. You know what I'm saying? Instead, it's now just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna build something that's gonna be able to just make us money. As long as it makes us the money, that that's all that matters and it kind of kills it um battle item stores i mean i'm okay with microtransactions if you want to have something on the side to add on to the game later on sure but make sure your game is stacked to a point that it feels like a full game like don't make it to where i have to grind 24 7 to get every fucking item make it to where i gotta grind to get the challenging items but don't make it to where i have to grind and play this game every single day just so I can get the newer items every time, you know? If you wanna build more consistent flow with the game, that's fine, but you should always have the, the value there. Like, $70 should be there, like, hands down. So, that's the one thing that I worry about. Um, now we're gonna move on to topic number two, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get them. Yeah. Get them. <laughs> now, the currencies. They mo—they put so many different currencies kind of to confuse you. Games used to have one or two currencies max, you know what I'm saying? Now they have like 17. I'm you know, maybe over exaggerating, but yeah, 17. <laughs> it feels like it at least. So they'll have so many currencies just to confuse you alright you want to buy this item you gotta use this currency so in order to get this currency you gotta do this thing you're gonna buy that if you want to buy this item you gotta use this currency so in order to get that currency you gotta do another thing you know what I'm saying they'll try to run you around and you will have to start figuring out which ones you can stack up and how the system allows you to stack it up to which time you can buy it now of course you get your premium currency you get your regular currency your regular currency is always gonna be worthless it's whether you only can buy basic tier shit or You can just help yourself progress through the game with it, however, and that's if that you know what I'm saying. Because it's gonna lock your ass up after a certain point, and then afterwards, that premium currency comes into play. It's like, all right, well, you gotta spend premium currency, and this is just for cash, or sometimes they'll give it to you very minuscule, like one, two, ten, a hundred, maybe you know what I'm saying. And the market be like two thousand, three thousand, one thousand for an item, you know, and then. before that, it just feels like it's it's cheapening games to a point where like, no, I can't buy an item for nothing. I have to buy this stupid currency so I can buy your items so you can, you know, make it different in your own virtual world and harder for me to get. Um, just saying $2 for this skin would be very nice, thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like $5 for a skin. I mean, this way you lock it in these currency buildings. I don't like it, i just kidding. Um, random loot boxing. I wouldn't buy a random loot box if it was more of a in-game thing like how Blizzard used to have it, where Overwatch, even though know, was kind of ridiculous, it wasn't that bad. You can play, you got a bit loot box, you can open it up, and boom, boom, boom. You look at what Blizzard did now. They switched it up and made a battle pass, <laughs> you know? They made free to play to force that on you now. Instead of having it to where, okay, you can buy the game and keep it locked at this price point. It sucks, but that's what unfortunately wouldn't have to happen, I guess. For them would build on to and Of course, they did that stupidly, and just, you know. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to go off topic if we do. We're still talking about the <laughs> However, I feel like the loot box system is not crazy bad. It is sucky when it's implemented bad. Like, got for front, hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, any other games that like oh yeah keep on lining for loot boxes like ultimate team hell I don't know that shit like those systems. Yeah, those are fucked up systems, but if you have it to where like You can go ahead and get it freely through the game and you don't have the, the, the highest tier lock behind the paywall then yeah, I would say it could be a, a pretty solid system and give it like every five quarters you get a, an exclusive, you know so with that, that's, that's kind of how I feel about that. New boxes. Now, currencies, they're just kidding. Me, man. The currencies, they're really kidding. We need to slow down with the currencies. Slow down with the amount. Make it cheaper. And I feel like if you're going to sell your game, at least sell it. Make it to a point where it's viable. You know? You got, you're, you're doing this for little kids. Little Timmy and Charlie can get $20 from happy daddy little Timmy. But lower, cheaper daddy little Timmy, you probably don't got that money. I mean, make it cheaper. Make it affordable for those that really want to play as well, if Also, I don't think you should be selling things to kids anyway unless it's a map or something. Adding on to the game! <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so, let's just get rid of all those kinds of But If you are going to do it, implement it a more friendly or Game story. Um, the stories, I know that nowadays there's a writer's strike and a lot of people are a part of that now and I do stick up for the writers I and mean, type of stuff with the really work because nowadays it's, it's real serious about how hard it is for to get paid. Um, it's, a, it's a bomb. <laughs> so I'm down with the writer's strike. for that. However, really like, even without it, with the writers that they have now, they're really shitty with the games. It feels like you can tell that the game is saying, uh, market now, game story later, like, because it'd be like half-assed or some of it's rushed at one point, it starts off really good, You're like, damn, I'm ready for an epic, you know, freaking story, and all of a sudden just falls off a freaking cliff, <laughs> like, what the hell's happening right now, and, you know, it's always been like a, a little bit of a situation when it came to games, but we got a couple games that really just threw the narrative, not even a couple, of a heavy amount of games, let say it like that, a heavy amount of games that has moved the narrative, needle on what we should have in a storytelling game, or a story that's, a, a game that decides to try to tell a story, you know, how it should go about, or how it should implement the story into, to the, to the user's eyes, to make it engaging, and it's just like, now it's like, nah, fuck that, you know what I'm saying, it's like, alright, keep it on the story, and fuck the games. And the story is just, I feel like stories nowadays are just taking a real hard moment dive. There are some that's good. You know, a good amount that's good. But, like, there are a lot more duds now. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of funny. So, stories taking a dive um, A lot, and this goes in with story, a lack of creativity. Like, there is no like new features and games, I mean like Left 4 Dead was probably the last game, Left 4 Dead 2, and I didn't even play this game mind you, I just saw the the gimmick that they had. When I saw the, um, the newest, I can't say newest, but the most um, recent trailer before they released the game, when they finally showed what they've been working on. And I saw how they had the meat of the bodies flying off and I was like, okay, there we go. Now we're doing something. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like now this looks like a game. (laughs) You know? Something that's that's a feature. That's something that's that nobody else has done. No one's put no damn I mean, some people have put some type of gore inside their joint, but not in a way that they implemented. They upped the level. You know what I'm saying? They're doing more. Nowadays, it's all about making the game look pretty, so they're just ray tracing this, that, that. As long as it shines and looks gorgeous some graphics, we don't care. We're just selling a graphical interface game. Like, no, man, we gotta start sticking to making more mini games in these games, you know, even if it is just one mission, you know what I'm saying? I know it's work, but even if it is just one mission, you know, you can always throw it as a secondary mode that you can use later on if you want to, but... Throw some mini games in it. Throw some other junk. Don't just build a mechanic or like do the Dark um, Batman Arkham situation where you build one mechanic and then they just go ham centering the game around that mechanic more often than they should. You know what I'm saying? And forgetting about the rest of it. It's like um, you you want to kind of balance out that the mechanic a little bit. If you do want to build your game morally solely on that mechanic, I guess it'd be better to take the Zelda Wind Waker. Oh, wow, I just said sorry. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom route, where they actually implement it in a way where you're doing puzzles and all types of things with the mechanic and being creative. Like that changes because it forces creativity. In this case, like in Arkham's case, it's just you're kind of jumping in the guard, doing the same repetitive jump. That's right. You can move that thing so many times in so many ways and it just it locks the player in a, a lack of engagement not a the point especially since you're just doing tank battles and you're like bam one shot bam two shot wait till you go bam shoot and no, if, if anything it's supposed to be fast paced guns blazing <laughs> you know what i mean so um just just uh creativity in games man. like and not even even that like when they they pitched arkham um not Arkham, sorry. Arkham Knights. Sorry. Uh, when they pitched Arkham Knights, they made it so like they were they were doing this whole big huge marketing campaign. Like, who's the Arkham Knight? Like, and in the end of the day, it was once you pop the fucking game in, they pretty much fucking tell you in the first two seconds of the game. And it's like, dude. Don't sell your game like that if you know you just. I mean, I guess it's smart because you get intrigued and everybody's like, oh yeah, we gotta figure it out. But then they find out the first time and it kinda kills it. Like, alright. right, people, A lot of people were hoping that it was not Jason Duck. A lot of people were hoping that it was not Jason Todd. Unfortunately, it came out to be Jason Todd. It was just one of those things like, okay, so you just reskin the new Batman guy. You couldn't throw, like, you know, uh, what was his name? Tim Drake? You know, Batman. Make him a little darker this time instead of just a boy one the cool kid, or just throw a new, complete new character. Or if you want, you could. It would have been perfect for Damian Wayne, because Damian motherfucker is just that shit fucked up. So like, you know, like you could throw an alternate Damian Wayne, but they went fucking him to fucking Tim Drake. It made more sense! He, he runs a whole damn criminal organization, and Damian has the League of Shadows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, it not make sense, at least to me. It would've made much more sense. Okay, boom, now League of Shadows coming with their new prince to fight against the, the, the King of Gotham. You know what I'm saying? i trying to take him down some shit. I don't know. But, it was a big missed opportunity. And, um... Maybe I'm just going on something, I know a lot of people say that game is pretty good now. Um, they've been playing it, you know, and it's not bad. I mean, I was hooked. I was watching my friend play it actually. I was enjoying it every now and then. I, like grab the controller and try it out. But um, it wasn't so bad. But the potential could have been better. Um, so, and I'm sure it had to do with like time-consuming and how much those features would have cost and how long it would have been to build. And this is where I go at the end here, give a little comment on great games, and i want to give one good shout out to Baldur's Gate 3, because like, I know they said it was like 20 years I think it took them almost, and double check that information just to be sure, but it took them some time, but they allowed people to watch, they developed the game, and helped and took feedback and stuff like that. I think, I know that they're trying to make it seem like, oh no, that's not the, that shouldn't be the rule, It should be the nominee, because they don't want anybody to know what the fuck they're building, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it can be a great way for gamers to become much more engaged. I mean, look at the numbers on that game right now. Uh, It hasn't dropped yet. (laughs) We thought it was going to drop. We were like, oh, yeah, probably for the first week. But you got games like Halo dropping in, like, days or or months, a couple months or whatever. And, like, you got games like Marvel Avengers that came out and dropped so fast. I was like, oh, wait, oh, this is nice, not really. (laughs) buying. you know what I'm saying? Like you got games like that or battlefield 2043 that just come out broken like you know maybe you want to change up your development strategy man (laughs) like stop doing the same shit. like the thing about it is that they not because they know damn well that if they sell you a broken game they're still going to get paid as long as they put the right names on them and as long as it looks good in the freaking marketing campaign you know what I'm saying, and they could throw a little battle pass in case anybody wants to stick around. You feel me? Just to suck up some more money. So it's 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 problematic. You know, it's really problematic. Well, thank you guys for being with me, and um, that's my thoughts on gaming. Appreciate y'all. Peace.